1: happening in our world
0: today.
2: This is GNN.
0: This is God Network News, Episode 154. Welcome GNN fans to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world. Greetings, God Network News fans, to another great series that we'll be doing on movements. For these next few weeks, we've got some exciting podcasts that have been recorded by some colleagues of ours, all on the topics of movements, what makes movement leaders, what makes a movement, all kinds of exciting things. We're going to be focusing a lot on what God's doing in this season of missions, which is movements of peoples, whole people groups to Christ. There's amazing things happening, miracles everywhere. One of our organizations that we are partnering with, 2414, is already monitoring 1,360 movements. And each of these movements have over 56,000 new believers among them. And these are just amongst unreached people groups. So God is up to something really fantastic. And we're going to be looking into this in the next few weeks of our podcast of God Network News. Portions of our podcasts will be made up of... Of rebroadcasted podcast interviews from a friend of ours named Steve Addison. Steve Addison is a great podcaster and very passionate about movements of peoples to Christ. And Steve has his own podcast, very successful podcast, with over 226 podcast episodes. And the name of his podcast is On the Road to No Place Left. And we highly recommend that you subscribe to his podcast because he has an overwhelming library of exciting topics related to movements. If you want to learn more about movements, this is the place to find the information. He has lots of training and tools and other resources that will really make your investigation of this topic successful. So we really want to thank Steve Addison and his partners there at movements.net forward slash podcast. That's how you can find it at movements.net forward slash podcast for all of the resources that he has given us for these next few podcasts. Thank you very much, Steve. So let's get right into the interview between Jeff Sundell and Steve Addison.
2: So he was quite happy to speak to thousands of in the crowds, mm. but partly because he saw the end. He saw that a movement is not the John Wesley show, come come to my big building, or I'll go around the and look, there are there's a play. Billy Graham was a great made a great contribution, but it's not a movement unless it's grassroots up. And mm-hmm. and, and so what they understand is okay, that determination is serving the humility and this and the humility is serving the determination. So they've got to have a big vision and realize even if I can fill an auditorium, that's not a movement, that's a ministry, mm. an event. And so partly it's not just that they're more humble than, than, than somebody else, it's also because they see the big vision and they understand mm. the strategy to get us there. Mm. Um, but there is another factor where, you know, humility comes through suffering, through weakness. Mm. Um, and the Lord will use that in their lives. So it's not just this will get my results, therefore I'm humble, but also ultimately I'm trusting God. And, and, you know, the reason Paul was confident to step back from the churches he planted was because of his confidence in the living word and the Holy Spirit. So there's a spiritual dimension to humility. Paul amazingly could say, Remember my example. So, in one sense, he's not false. It's not false humility. <laughs> just remember me, you know. Um, yeah. and, because, and I'm entrusting you to the word and the spirit. So, it's not just the spirit of Paul and his example as a great man, but the same spirit who inspired in the same word that enlivened him now is with this group of, of, of leaders in Ephesus.
1: I remember on a, a podcast with Steve, I believe it was Chuck Wood, he called out Jeff and he said, Jeff has, just has a knack for when he goes to a city and trains, he finds the generals. I want to double turn this interview around and ask you, Jeff, when when you have done, you've probably more than anybody I know, have just done the, basically the drop in and leave training. Um, and, I, and I can see just people that I've known and connected with that have continued then basically what you taught over a four-day weekend, they continue to roll it out what do you look for in that really clear, I would say wineskin in the West?
3: You, you turned it on me. That's, that's a great question. I, you know, I think a lot of the characteristics of the things Steve has already mentioned, you know, you don't really see that till, you know, time mm-hmm. on some of those things. So for me, it's, it's pretty simple that, you know, the, the word of God is powerful and Steve, while we were in, um, uh, near Corinth, you know, last May uh, mm. at that mid-level, I, I just remember you talking, you know, the word of God will not return void till it accomplishes its purpose, Isaiah 55, 11. and just the power of the word, you know. So to me, when you're training and you're teaching, it's that trusting in the power of the word. Mm. And when you're throwing out the word of God there, I'm just sort of watching for f- four things. People hear it um, and then they respond to it. They respond positively or negatively. Um, and with the positive response, there's usually a change in behavior, which we would call obedience. Mm. And with the steps of obedience, usually the next thing is the fruit, um, comes from that. And so to me, that would be whether you are sharing the gospel and birthing, you know, children of Christ, you know, through natural birth or you're out training and equipping, um, you know, you're looking for those that are obeying Christ, that Christ is central to, their life and central to their walk. And, um, and then I, you know, as time goes on, you, you get to see the heart. Um, at first. But um, to me, the biggest thing I'm usually looking for and watching for a leader is if there's anything that hinders the priesthood of the believers, um, they're willing to jump over that, you know, so like who can baptize, yeah. who can plant a church, who can lead. So these guys are, there's a bit of that risk taker. Um, and, and may, it may seem a little, I don't know, strong at times that they lead that way, but they were built this way and it's just fishing them out with some of those hard sayings and difficult things. And then you're just putting the word out there and letting them rise to the occasion of obeying. And then just, you're, you're not really in some ways, maybe you're empowering them, but in a lot of ways, all you're doing is you just let them to the gate to do what they were created to do. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, to me, it's that response to the Word of the God. Now, over time, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn about you know some of the character, the integrity, the heart, the um, things like that. But that would just sort of be one of the initial things that's right there immediately is that change of behavior or that act of obedience of maybe sharing a testimony, maybe praying for somebody, maybe you know releasing authority to do something like baptize whatever it may be. Um, and then, you know, the fruit comes, but the, the fruit's God's clearly, mm-hmm. and, and they have a, a posture to realize it's God's and they're willing to then begin equipping with those things. So that would be in a nutshell, sort of what mm-hmm. I'm usually watching for and, or and even so praying
2: for. Sometimes Jeff, the fruit doesn't come, you know, yes, f- immediately. But you watch it because they they say, I don't care if the fruit doesn't come. I'm doing this because it's right.
3: That's
2: right. What Jesus did. It's because what I'm called to. So, obedience is worship. It never works, Steve. They're saying, you know, we're not seeing a breakthrough yet, but I'm going to be out there anyway because this is the heart of God.
0: You're listening to God Network News Podcast with your host, Cal Curtis. Look up our website at godnetworknews.com.
2: And I, looking back, there's a there's an incredible sovereignty of God that you don't realize at the moment, right? And this this strange thing, it's like, Lord, it's like evangelism. Lord, we're out there sowing the seed. We're offering training. We're following leaders up, all of that. And looking back and say, oh, you gave me a, a, a Russell in, in the UK or a Joel Shaw in, in in Australia or a Colin Craggs over in Perth or whoever it might have been. But you don't realise it at the time. You just realise, oh, I want to be, you know, following this guy up because he's, you know. But with time, you see, this was a sovereign work of God. And the thing I'd push back against is don't just turn it into equation if i train a thousand i'll find that one key leader as though your training of a thousand got you that leader i'd say mm-hmm. go and train a thousand and at the end of the day you're still powerless unless god gives you that leader well why not just sit in your your living room and pray well the same with evangelism you you know you could yeah. sit there and pray and god will bring you that one person okay, okay. but that's not what jesus did so stop thinking about what works and start with what did Jesus do? Well, he bowled up to some guys and he says, come follow me. I'll teach you how to fish for people and go, go and do that. And somewhere amongst all of those people will be a Paul or will be, a you know, a Peter or, or, or you know, for somewhere there's those leaders, but they're gifts of God. You know, you did what you're meant to do in faith and faithfulness. But looking back, it's not like I made these guys. I just was there like the midwife (laughs) when the Lord was taking them from one stage in their development into a greater contribution as a movement catalyst. It was a miracle of God, just as if I talk to a 1,000 people and one person believes. It's not that I saved them. I was the midwife, the Lord's savior, yeah. And that protects us about just doing nothing, but it also protects us at feeling like the burden is all on me, you know, unless yeah. I do a good job as a trainer or a coach, you know, you know, these people are gifts from God, but you've, you've got to be out there in order to find them. All these people that you're, you're thinking about,
1: Jeff, that we need to coming out of this current lockdown have our eyes open for are they completely lost right now are they believers um they don't have the tools like some of us steve you shared about or is it a mix of both i'd love to hear either of you guys share on that
3: i don't know i I think that's part of why we're asking this question is just to create one awareness because i think the one piece i didn't share that um i've shared often though i think fasting and prayer um is i'm looking for leaders i mean that's a normal rhythm in our lives is fasting and prayer and of course we had this special fast of 31 days you know corporately of a lot of people fasting and praying so there's one sense you're going okay i'm trusting god has got those people out there i i think they're gonna i think it's gonna be both and i think we're gonna see a lot of people birthed into the kingdom right now over the coming weeks and there's already people coming into the kingdom, but I think we're going to see more. I also think though, it's going to wake some up who go, wow, I, you know, when the, when you're sitting in the country, I remember, you know, went to bed one night in Nepal and I woke up the next morning and the king and queen and the whole Royal family was killed. And I mean, our world changed in Nepal that day in 2001. And then I remember another time we were in a lockdown and we're sitting down and it was a like a shoot to kill order and we were allowed to go out. But we were about 30 days plus in Nepal and just sitting there and we could go out and for an hour a day to go get food, sort of like this. Mm-hmm. But I remember one day, you know, the people had enough and they marched on the palace and they overthrew the government, you know. Um, you know, so you just... We're in all those moments where I think a lot of people are going, wow, this is different. And so I think there's going to be a peace in, in people's heart that God's raising up, that they're shedding off some things that before may have hindered them. Maybe a Hebrews 12, um, you know, one, three, one through three moment where some of those things that are encumbering and hindering, you know, I, I have a feeling this is a type of watershed moment that sheds those things off. And, you know, in the midst of that suffering, and in the midst of that difficulty, God's sovereign
2: mm.
3: and he's on the throne, he's in control, but he desires every single person to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ once so they can repent and believe. And I got to believe that the body of Christ wants to rise up and go after that and make sure that happens. Cause we've not, you know, in our lifetimes, we haven't seen an event like this. Mm. There've been events in countries that have been worse, you know, for seasons and times without a doubt. But we've not seen something emerging this level on a global level in our lifetimes. But in the midst of it, you know, I think the one thing we can take away from Paul is when suffering comes, we need to look into the eyes of Christ and one, go, what is there here for me to learn from it? But then also in the midst of suffering is to realize God is using that to increase our ability to minister. And so he is allowing us to have the opportunity to be greater, more effective ministers for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's always in his sovereign plan when it comes to suffering. And so we we need to embrace and really work out our. I guess more or less our our belief in suffering or the doctrine of suffering in our lives. I don't know how you want to put it, but um, it's real. It's always been there, but we've lived sometimes thinking it wasn't. Every person deserves the right to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ at least once to repent and believe.
2: Jeff, I I think of, you know, a generation ago, we felt disaster because there's an Islamist government in uh, ruling from Tehran across Iran. And fast forward a generation, and one of the most responsive people groups on the planet. And we've got to believe that okay, God brings discipline in history, Uh, nations, individuals, but also the whole world. And He does that because of His redemptive love.